0: shows that the Inquisitorial Band solidified their alliance through blackmail and mutual necessity. Lyric discovered she was a latent psyker. Valentine laid out the threat the Shared Visions pose, and Alto successfully piloted the shuttle to Tren. What awaits Valentine's Band on a Death World? Find out next, in this episode of The Valentine
3: Heresy. A verdict delivered in absentia against Administratum Philos Tremain. Uh, administratum of Galen's Garden, planet Tren. As has been repeatedly stated by the Imperium, any, any use of Xenos is strictly prohibited and viewed as a straight affront uh, to the Emperor and all of humanity. And the fact that Tremaine had the gall to attempt what he did is nothing short of treason. If he were here we would shoot him in the head. Since he is not, we trust that you, Adeptus Arbites, will be able to handle this on your own. Please make sure he suffers. Official verdict signed, logged. Uh, Bring the skull over here. Yep, just clomp down here. All right, just bite it, bite it twice. Okay, good. Officially documented on this day. So, years ago, a verdict was passed down on uh, an administratum of a thing that no longer exists on the planet Tren. Galen's Garden, which you can currently see a little bit of from space as you fall burning through the atmosphere uh, with uh, sort of um, emergency chutes deployed uh, as uh, what's left of uh, the Emperor's Hope uh, your astral line ship um, begins to uh, to drift down towards the now death world of Tren.
2: Oh, so it didn't go that well.
4: It, it, it
3: went as well as
4: was described, where we blew up the whole ship, but we're not dead. I would yeah. say net gain. All
2: right, fair. we
4: got there. We got
1: there on schedule. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah, uh, all he had to do was imperium drift uh, through a couple of gravity fields that aren't meant to be done, and uh, yeah, the ship fell yeah, apart, but a it's okay. Of controlled the-
1: explosions propelling us faster and further through space.
3: Exactly, <laughs> yeah, it's good, it's good. Uh, as long as there is a ship somewhere on this planet, it's good. Um, so um, as you begin to kind of uh, drift down, you can see um, beneath you a um, what looks uh, to sort of be Uh, would have been at one point a lush jungle. Um, Sort of a, uh, you can see thick foliage and that sort of thing. Uh, But kind of to your surprise, uh, it's now dusted in snow. Um, So you kind of can see um, bits of canopy here and there, um, but ultimately a lot of snowbanks, kind of swirling winds. And you can see kind of from your elevated position looking down uh, exactly why Um, Phyllos Tremaine was sentenced to death. Uh, Galen's Garden, another of the domes created by uh, the famed architect, is no more. Um, What you can see is a massive ring where the foundation was built. Uh, And this is considerably larger um, than Galen's Glory. Um, So you can only kind of see part of it. Um, But where your dome lasted uh, until a ship crashed into it, uh, this one seems to be long gone um, and in its stead uh, the vegetation of the planet seems to have, uh, have grown over um, the uh, acri is kind of controlling the burn on the way down um, so it's not like you're plummeting you're just like once you clear the atmosphere it's a it's it's a fast drop but but a not an unreasonable one. Um, and he kind of uh, adjusts the vectors for what looks like kind of a thick area of canopy that will hopefully take a bit of the the collision um but given how much snow there is, you really feel like you're at this point there's no like open plains anywhere it seems to be mostly trees, but also you are in a snowstorm, so it's very difficult to kind of gauge where where you should land the ship um Is there anything you want to do on the way down i uh, hold on <laughs> uh, we're we're in
1: Basically now, like just like the frontmost compartment of the ship, right? There's not.
3: Yeah, really. Do consider this like, um, like, well, I mean, honestly, like a space shuttle <coughs> uh, capsule returning to Earth. So it's just the the cockpit. Um, I also, think uh, you've just finished uh, playing another round of uh, Digispace, uh, which admittedly feels less exciting now that you've piloted an actual spaceship. Um, but Acri is also really excited about it because he really liked the original version. But, like, these sick vector graphics are much cooler than the 2D one he played. So, like, <laughs> he is all about it. He also seems like he might be just, just a, you know, a little little bit on the verge of insanity, given that his consciousness has been trapped in a dead ship for presumably 200, 300 years. Sure.
4: Well, cool. uh, uh, Valentine's got a data slate. So I think he would try to download, like, the location of the spaceport and, like, whatever version of a map of the local area exists. I mean, he's still in that weird, unflappable space of, like, well, if it's a random chance that kills you, it's the Emperor's will. Mm -hmm. So he's just, like, strapped in
3: and kind of working away. Um, Ryan, you know Imperial Tech better than I do. Um, What level of connection would a data slate have? Would it require... It would probably... I assume it would would require a network.
4: My guess would be it would have to be a manual... Like, it might be a network if there was, like, a new sphere or something, but knowing this is old tech, he probably has, like, a manual, like the equivalent of like it's probably a spike but it's like a usb plug that would be like data slate to shuttle computer it wouldn't have oh like i see so so universal you're to, Wi-Fi. I, I
3: see so you're trying to take the astral line data not like just kind of from the the records of the yeah because
4: i wasn't briefed on this area so i would have already had to have it uploaded i yeah, don't yeah, think yeah, there's okay, like great. universal wi-fi
3: cool that's kind of what i was thinking too and i just wanted to make sure that there wasn't some like Hollow net that I didn't know about uh, uh, on a forge world. There might be, but not anywhere else. Yeah, great. Uh, okay, so um, um, we'll say that uh, you. I feel like you actually just plug into Alto. Um, like I feel like Alto, you've probably since you're you're the one who's linked to the computer. Would you have like an interface port or something that you would, or like a cable you would plug? I'm mostly just thinking of of your character portrait that seems to have brain cables.
1: Um, yeah. That's mainly for my interfacing with external things, and also my um, manipulator, are my utility mechadendrite.
3: Okay, in that case, then no, you you wouldn't you wouldn't be the interface. So that's fine. You just plug directly into to Acri, um, and uh, yeah, you get um, a, a sort of an updated schematic on on this. Um, the from the looks of things, um, it, you get kind of like the travel brochure version. Um, and, um, Galen's garden, whereas Galen's glories seem to be like, um, a colony, like really a, a place to come and live. This, uh, seems like a, a destination, um, like a place you would, you would come to visit. Um, and it talks about the lush vegetation and interesting flora and fauna of the planet. Um, and, uh, how, you know, the, uh, the, the beauty of this world deserves to be preserved. Um, there are... Kind of in the the side files, um, some concerns about uh, the the gradual effects of um, the slightly, and when I say slightly, I do mean like very, very gradual, but there's a a gradual degeneration of orbit on this planet. So it is, um, it's actually falling kind of further and further out of orbit from the sun. Um, There was some kind of celestial disaster, likely an asteroid or something that uh, has knocked it slightly off its orbit. So... Um, it would seem that Galen's prime concern was protecting the beauty of this planet um, with one of these domes, uh, even as the rest of it kind of fell into different climate patterns. Now, as with Galen's glory um, on Vistani, this. Oh, sorry, from um, here. I've been reading too much about the Curse of Strahd, uh controversy online, right? <laughs> Just in my head. Um, the. Sphere here was was built much larger and kind of built to protect against eventual climate damage. However, um, you also get the sense that this was a bit of a flight fancy. The colony was much more important. So it seems Galen lent his assistance to building the dome, uh, but then it was left in the hands of uh, Administratum Tremaine. Now, you wouldn't have the execution record that I opened the show with um, because they wouldn't upload that to general servers. Um, But it would seem that um, Tremaine uh, was viewed as uh, a visionary um, and uh, was specifically dispatched uh, to Tren in order to essentially find a way to make this nature preserve profitable. Um, The finances of the Imperium are very, very strange and vary, as we talked about a bit last time, um, from sector to sector, Um, But in this case, given that Galen's glory was supposed to kind of become the ultimate space colony, there was a lot of expectation that this would be a great way to essentially finance it and the other domes that he'd set up on other planets in the sector. Um, We're going to say that uh, this system um, has, uh, there were plans in place to eventually rename it in Galen's honor, um, but given the kind of collective failure, uh, as well as the various incidents that distracted Imperial attention away. Um, it is currently just uh, labeled um, the, uh, I will say uh, system b 83
4: 3
3: Okie dokie. Can I figure out where we are relative to the spaceport? So um, the, it would seem that um, part of the plan was to make use of, Uh, The planet itself is kind of part of the experience, so you can kind of see whatever state the planet is in currently on your trip from the spaceport uh, to the preserve. Um, The spaceport seems to be um, sort of uh, across the dome, um, or at least the dome footprint uh, from where you are about to land. Um, So you can definitely get kind of like an X you can put on your map. Uh, It is a considerable distance away. Uh, But the good news is that because this was a nature preserve, um, there do seem to be a lot of indications that there will be vehicles. Um, You're not sure what state they'll be in. Um, But there are a lot of, like, covered Jeeps and sort of, like, um, glass-topped vehicles that should be around. Um, Very much think uh, in terms of, like, vehicles you can expect, like, kind of a mix of, like, African Lion Safari and Jurassic Park. Like... The kinds of vehicles you would want to be able to see all the sights and sounds around you that are also likely protected enough to survive the elements and uh, any local Xenos. Um, protect visitors from what's outside. Cool. Um, so with the wind whipping around the, uh, the cockpit, um, the ship um, smashes through uh, a canopy, jostling all of you in your crash webbing. Um, bounces off a couple trees um, before impacting um, kind of with a, a big puff of, of snow um, into a, a bank of uh, kind of a snow bank with, again, some um, very brittle um, of those massive like, um, oh, Jesus, what's the name of these trees? Fronds? Palms? Anyway, think like just those, those like massive, massive leaves that are in cool um, Yeah, yeah general yeah. environments. Nice. Um, cool. Big ferns, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that all seem to be kind of like vaguely withered and, and possibly dead under the uh, the snow cover. So like Aww. in a weird state where the structure of them is still there, but you're not actually sure if if the, the foliage is alive or not. Is that is that the general state of uh, foliage kind of as far as we can see? Yeah. So basically, um, the best way to think about this is literally if you dumped... A full load of snow on a jungle, um, but if that had happened over time, so from looking around, you are in kind of um, deep jungle foliage. Um, there's less snow down here because the the canopy took a lot of it. Um, but it would seem that as the planet got further and further from the sun, uh, that it it has slowly started to uh, to freeze over, and the moisture in the atmosphere has has ceased to be kind of that that jungle haze and has instead become um kind of a, a permanent if light snowstorm so very very it's very fluffy snow it's not like heavy packed stuff it's almost powder um but um certainly ever present okay so it's, it's also cold here even in the jungle it is cold yes got it okay all
4: yeah. right friends do you have any survival gear anywhere inside the shuttle oftentimes they're ready for things to perhaps go down and i don't know if any survived in this uh, uh, Pilot's area.
1: Can I um, cycle through Emperor's Hope systems for any kind of
3: crash preparedness kit
1: in the cockpit
3: um, the helm? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so go ahead, uh, Tyler. I am just trying to pull up a character sheet here because my my skills are not. Thank you, Tom. Skills. Is that what you are
4: looking for? I imagine.
3: Uh, yeah, that is what I want. Thank you. Yeah, so um, Tyler, this is going to be a uh, just a one purple um, because. If this thing isn't built by idiots, which I think we can kind of like roughly assume, uh, you know, it's not like you hide the fucking med kit. Yeah. It's like, oh, in an emergency, I really want them to have to investigate the clues. Um, you know, it's not like Umbrella Corporation built this and you have to use a weird butterfly key you find in two separate spaces to open the medicine cabinet. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, you so know, one, normal stuff.
3: Yeah, nor, nor, normal pharmaceutical company stuff. So, yeah. Um, One purple. Um, I'm going to give you a blue from ACRI helping. Okay. Um, And I'll give you another blue from just being interfaced with with the the systems.
1: Oh, yeah. I think that uh, might be implicit in one of these things.
4: Oh, okay. Well, yes, your MIU gives you that, Tom. I think just built it in in advance.
1: Plus plus two. Nice guy. Uh, Ooh. So there we go. Okay. Uh, Holy shit. Five successes, three advantages, one triumph. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Acri's like, well, I'm glad you asked. Here's a bunch of parkas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, man, that is a very, very good roll. Um, okay, so yeah, I'll say that there's um, uh, some, uh, definitely like some thermal suits, um, more built for a breach in the deck than um, anything else. So you kind of have to like, I think we'll say the best way to think of this is like um, I think of them as a, like um, a, a wetsuit, spacesuit kind of thing. Okay. Well, no, like like a wetsuit, It's very tight to the skin, mm-hmm. um, and with like a hood that comes up and has like the full scuba hood, um, and then you would clamp a um, like a, um, a a hood like a helmet over it for like a face mask. Again, I, th- I think based on the kind of ship this is, it doesn't make sense for it to have like full spacesuits, but it does have things that would help you survive the vacuum and the cold if there was a hull breach. Um, and yeah, okay. luckily because they they have enough of these, like you're in the command deck, so there's enough for the crew, uh, less so for the passengers. Um, the helmets likely won't do much good for you out here um, because they're, they're built for kind of inside the cockpit. Um, they might do more harm than good, but the suits will definitely um, help keep your bodies warm. So we'll say that uh, the suit will add... Um, oh, fuck, Tyler, you rolled really well. So let's say two blue two survival checks um, against the elements. And you can put it on under your existing gear so you can still look like badasses. You just know that you're you're thermally warm. Okay. Mine will go over because I'm wearing a
1: pretty um, tight-fitting gear already. Okay, sure. Yep, I'm whatever wearing, you want. I think it's literally called a body glove. <laughs> yeah, so... Cool. I mean, ultimately... It will
4: go under for the Inquisitor. I think yeah. he just yeah. starts yeah. stripping it's- immediately. There's no pride to him uh the thing that i think because i'm imagining lyric would pay attention probably to not to like hot bod but just like hey, what's no. under the coat what, um, what do i need to kill if this goes bad <laughs> yeah yeah when is yeah, that when no, is it,
2: it, uh, yeah actually she would 100 percent be gathering a lot of information so when she needs intent. to betray you yeah can.
4: so he's like <laughs> lankier than you would expect when you see, like, the armor and the coat come off and you realize that kind of broadened him out. Like, in the uniform, he looks more imposing than he does out of it. He's also, like, covered in scars. Like, it looks like he would, like, a, almost, if you had to guess, probably, like, a mine exploded and it's just individual fragments of, like, shrapnel. Mm. But from, like, if you're imagining the pattern, it's upper shoulder on the left side down across the torso kind of thing. Front and back. Uh, and when he takes off his carapace, like, chest plate, he actually has, like, a, a small modified last pistol inside a concealed holster that's at, like, the small of his back under that, uh, that he, like, tucks back in afterwards. It's completely invisible otherwise. And I imagine Lyric would know, looking at it, that it's very consciously designed to get past detection. hmm so okay. if he were to hand away his pistol and his chainsword, odds of someone finding it would be very low if they searched him. Uh, and then he just, like, dresses up again. He's got no real interest in this. Uh, and then while you guys are getting dressed, he'd probably also just, like, do a quick program on Eugene. Uh, Pursuance to our deal earlier.
3: Uh, right, right. Um, yeah.
2: And I will uh, lyric... I don't know if I uh, explained earlier, but I do have a mesh cloak. Um, I had it with me, but I just wasn't like Mm -hmm. using it to cover me. So I I will definitely put that over me. Um, Wear it around a little suit suit, and it does have a camellia line uh, coating, Mm -hmm. so it will be blending in. It allows me to kind of like camouflage. It kind of blends in with the surroundings a bit.
4: Stay so. On a scale of chain mail to fabric, how fine is the mesh do you picture?
2: Um, it is fabric. Like it is very, very thin. It's it's um because it's mesh, like it's designed to like on impact, like harden kind of.
3: So yeah. So like but, Batman Batman cape from Nolan's yeah, kind
2: of deal. Yeah. And it's kind of made of like all these like basically tiny little fabric y links, but that are like me- metallic mesh.
4: <laughs> so, in a and d terms, would this be like an iron
3: silk kind of coat? Yes,
2: yeah. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yep. Cool. And in terms of your um, stealth ability, I assume it's kind of, it's not like a full cloak of invisibility, it's more like uh, yeah, if it- I may borrow Metal Gear term, camo, where it's like, oh, this is like green, like, oh, it's trees? I can duck amongst the trees and it will reflect enough of that that it seems... Like, I'm seeable, I'm not invisible, but it's.
2: Exactly. It's like if, yeah, it's like if I was in like, if you're, if I'm in like a busy environment, if you were to like pass your eyes over me, you probably wouldn't see. Right. You know, like a busy background. Mechanically, it like adds to advantage to my stealth checks and like adds to challenge to perception checks against me.
4: Okay. If you're looking for other Camellia line references, Tom, I don't know if you've read any of the Tanith novels. Um, Gaunt's Ghosts? Yeah. Gaunt's Ghosts. Yes. Their cloaks are chameleon-line cloaks. So it just picks up the colors right, around them right. so that they blend into whatever yeah, the environment cool. is.
3: Okay, good. That is that is what I was thinking. I was mostly looking for non-40K non, non 40K references for, for yeah. <laughs> non-40K fans. Uh, so I went for, you know, the most universally watched game of all time, Metal Gear <laughs> Solid 4. Uh, Guns <laughs> <laughs> yes, beloved, beloved video game. Metal Gear yeah. Or so, the, the simplest reference, it's like a chameleon. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. So wait, it gives her game. second. <laughs> All yes. of our versions of that are fun. Um, okay, <laughs> great. Um, so another it's like this-
2: a it's like a flawed, uh, it's like a janky invisibility cloak.
3: Mm, <laughs> yeah, I, I like that janky. That. <laughs> yeah, it's before you put sense? skill points into it. Yeah. All right, um, friends. So
0: we've got into
4: our gear. I have Eugene here. I changed something. So here's the deal. I need Eugene for a number of inquisitorial functions. However, we have made our agreement. He has begun recording, and uh, the command now is. Lyric, if you say, the Inquisitor has betrayed us, and then a word of your choosing now, please choose a word that you would say very rarely, uh, then he will revert to your command. Uh, alto will give you your own, shall we say, safe word, because uh, who knows, you may actually need to pretend I betray you at some point for the purpose of a ruse, so we add a word to make sure that I'm apparently actually doing it, and it's not an accident. So, words of choice, friends, you can add them in. Greetings, fellow servants of the Emperor. It is I, Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, and I am here to call you to step forward and serve the Emperor as part of his immortal and blessed host. It's a great day for you to join a Patreon. That's right, patreon.com slash dumdumdice is the perfect place for you to fund our little forays into saving, let's just say, the Golden Throne and all of humanity. Now, I know the thing that you're wondering is, what's in it for me? because, and I mean this as pleasantly as possible, you're absolute heretical scum. What I'm hoping for all of you is that you can redeem yourselves by receiving ad-free feeds where you are no longer plagued by random temptation, but instead can focus your attention purely on the emperor. You can gain this ad-free feed for only $5 a month and receive other feeds as well to other alternate realities. If you go
0: to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, it's for the emperor. And we'll save your souls.
2: What word wouldn't I use? Uh
1: cuddly? Uh I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, so we'll add cuddly for Alto. So Alto, you can say the Inquisitor has oh betrayed us. No. Okay. I like cuddly stuff. i just saying, like, Lyric definitely would not use the word cuddly. Yeah.
2: All right, so. You're right, Alto, I wouldn't.
1: The Inquisitor <laughs>
4: has betrayed us cuddly. We'll put Eugene under uh, lyrics control. And in terms of you, Alto, what would you like your safe word
1: to be? It's, the, the, the triggering phrase is, the Inquisitor has betrayed us blank. And, and then a word, yes. So this word could be used out of context and we don't need to worry about Eugene going haywire or anything like that? No, no, no. It requires the full statement. Okay. I'll just say uh, red light.
4: Yeah, red light. Okay, that's good. Now, the nice thing about this system is you can both actually write those words down uh, and it won't be the full trigger phrase, so it won't give anything away.
1: Um, Yeah, I'll... I'll enter that into my data slate. I'll just write down red light under like an encrypted file, and hide it in there.
2: Cool. I'll remember Cuddly. <laughs>
4: Wonderful. All right. So we are a ways away from the spaceport. Uh, there are vehicles around, apparently. I don't entirely know how to find them. However, I do have an Auspex and we could look for metal. Any other thoughts on how to get there? I'll take suggestions for anyone, including you, Acre. I believe you can speak through to Alto currently
1: um uh tom i'm curious is it possible for Akri to, to join us outside the ship or is he pretty well stuck here
3: so uh, his intelligence was um rigged to the machine um but uh, as you discovered when you enter the cockpit and I, f- I feel like um we we didn't ever really cover this um with the inquisitor and lyric but they also may have just ignored it um he's like skull and stuff are are definitely plugged into the machine so if you did want to extract him you could um i would need a tech use check um from you alto because he is this isn't like a plug and play this really is like a his 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 sort of consciousness and other things are rigged up but you could hypothetically extract him should we maybe treat Akri
1: like a, a guide if we can get him off the ship Well, from what I've seen of the
4: internal systems, Ackrey doesn't actually know where anything is. He has a pamphlet, uh, and then a rough idea
1: of what this was supposed to be from several hundred years ago. I mean, it's a reference point. Uh, If you think about it, the the map that we used to find the Emperor's Hope was outdated, but it
2: it got us here. He's also probably going to be useful in the future. We should take him.
4: How long will it take to unhook him from this entire setup, if you had to estimate
1: Tom, do you have a time frame for that, or can I just say whatever I want? I'm going to warn you all right
3: now. I am 100% not going to be able to track the time frames on all of the days in this year of time you have. So, Ryan, if that's what you're getting at, (laughs) I've got to tell you right now, broad strokes, it'll take some time. But um, I would say basically (laughs) my question to you would be this. It will take time, but if you extract him, you can also probably strip what's left of the Emperor's Hope for parts. Um, If you, I would say it will probably take a couple of hours. But that will also give you a bunch of spare mechanical bits that you might need if you find broken vehicles along the way.
4: If Alto Worth pitches it. it, if Alto pitches it that way, the Inquisitor would be on board. Yeah. If it was yeah. just let's do this because it might be nice for a robot, he would shoot the <laughs> robot in the head. He wouldn't
3: tell them that; he'd just do it. But yeah. this was a good pitch from Alto. Yes, yeah. he agrees. I, I also feel like for Alto, you probably are just suggesting taking him. It's but- just nice to have Acrea <laughs> along for the
1: ride yeah. for Alto, but like he, well, he can. He's the younger brother. He knows how to fucking
3: like make a case and be like, please give me this stuff. Like- but also admittedly, like he's he's so rigged into this this platform that in taking him out, even if that was your only goal, you would end up with all of these parts anyway. Like it's a little bit like if you try and take the battery out of a laptop and you have to like disassemble the entire laptop. Just to reach the fucking thing, because like, what we put it under the keys? And you're like, <laughs> okay, well, uh, time to rip out some processors. Uh, I did this once; it was not fun. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it's it. Like in your head, you're very much making this case, but as as you start to describe the process, uh, Inquisitor, you see the like value in having these parts. Also, knowing the state of what of technology in this sector, like the odds of you needing bits are high. So, um, all right, so you spend the time. Um, disassembling um, things. I don't. I certainly don't mean to stomp on the idea of being time conscious. I just also mentally can't track.
4: Oh, yeah. No, I didn't need... Yeah, I, I don't... I'm not going to be able to keep track of it either. I don't think that's terribly interesting. I think he's just like, is this going to be an hour or are we going to be here day. two days while yes, you try to take the guy apart? Yeah, yeah. It's going to take us it
1: 364 days. It'll be worth it. <laughs>
4: acri
3: explodes <laughs> over the helm uh, yeah. no. you, you, uh, I you think extract acri and he's like well what do you know all the people you're trying to kill just arrived on this final day of the year <laughs> yeah. this exact location I'm a transponder
4: yeah so I think um the inquisitor might have a little bit of knowledge in terms of how to build a servo skull because I think he was more mm. heavily involved in the construction and handling of Eugene. Not not that he knows a lot about all tech, but he's got a little bit of knowledge in this one version, so he would probably assist in... I mean, he'd know, like, a vehicle needs a power cell, but not a hell of a lot. Um, However, he might be able to suggest ways we could get Acre into a smaller, more carryable package than trying to carry an entire desiccated corpse.
3: Yeah, I think what I'm going to pitch, because I also do want to sort of stay true to the idea of of the inconvenience of this a little bit, is that... um, You'll basically have to take skull, a bit of the spine, and the rib ribcage, because um, there's enough, like... Um, life supports a strong term in the 40K universe, but there's enough, like, shit in his guts, um, keeping him going, that you'll kind of need that much. So think uh, in the Guillermo del Toro Hellboy, like, kind of having, like, a, a half guy slung over your shoulder kind of deal. Um, but you can also, like, pack him in a bag. Um, and I think, yeah, with more time... Um, I think basically we'll say that, uh, Valentine, this is like, this is you applying all the servo shit, you know, but there's just a little too much guts right now. Later, you'll be able to strip them down to like with, with a proper workshop, you could a hundred percent turn them into a servo skull. It's just right now. This that, is a
4: speed hack job. Yeah. We got to It's do a that.
3: speed hack job. And also like he was sustained by an entire ship. So you kind of have to bring enough stuff to keep, keep that going. Uh, the good news is, though, that this also means that if you were to rig him up to the uh, Line Starport vehicle that's across planet, he can assist with that. Like, it, it means you won't be starting from scratch if you want to plug him into shit. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, are you looking for roles from us at all, or is it just? Like- um,
3: yeah. Uh, so this one is is going to be a bit of a higher higher role, uh, Tyler. So this will be tech use. Uh, I'm going to say uh, four purple. Um. Oh, I didn't roll four story points. Uh, one moment. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say um, we're at three and three on the story points. Uh, I'm going to spend one to upgrade one of those purples to a red. Um, Acri is a pretty useful thing, uh, so it behooves me as as evil, evil jam to make sure that useful things are slightly harder to get. Um, that said, uh, you've got uh, assistance from valentine so that's uh one boost Yep. you've got your two from your tech tools so yep. that's an additional two uh i'm just gonna let you f- factor those in uh, yeah. if, uh yeah. say that just, that's
1: gonna be on me to remember yeah i'll just I was was say, say that
3: generally for for all of you if there's something that's specific to your sheet because i don't know your character sheets at all um if i don't say it either just tell me that you're adding it or just add it um, cool. It might be cool. helpful for like those uh, watching and listening at home. If you do declare like, oh, and I have like thieves' tools, which gives me this, or like my yeah. camo cloak does this, um, but I, I won't be able to factor those in for you. So do please keep in mind that my word isn't law on these. It's just what what I know from where I'm sitting. And then feel free to jump in. Cool, also, man. one of the nice things about Genesis is because it is a collective storytelling system. If you think there's something I'm missing or that I'm missing for someone else's check. Um, please feel free to volunteer that. We did this a lot on Star Wars, but we haven't really done it here yet. Cool. So it'd be things like, if I've described you in a horrible sandstorm, and I'm like, yeah, okay, so you line up the sniper shot. One of you can be like, actually, we're in a sandstorm. I feel like it would be harder. I'd be like, oh, fuck, you're absolutely correct. I forgot about that. Because yeah, Berkeley well, was on fire or something. I don't
4: know. <laughs> um, Tyler, you do have your utility arm, which counts as whatever kind of key, the tools you need. So that would also, I believe, add one blue for this.
1: That whole, I think, description contributes to the plus two as I, as I understand it. Dope. Plus two tech use. I always have tools needed to repair, modify, or manipulate yep. machinery.
3: Yep. Um, Great.
4: Uh, I will add uh, a story point, because I think the Inquisitor may not be entirely focused on getting Acry out, but he is very focused on preserving all the bits, which means
3: he's being very careful in his assistance. Sure. Also, admittedly, like, <clears throat> um, you've probably had to do... Like, particularly back in the academy, you likely had to do rough patch jobs and that sort of thing. Like, this isn't outside the realm. It's like, honestly, it's like, it, to some extent, it's fixing a car, but you do, you're not trying to fix it. You're just trying to take it apart. So it's like, I don't know what this is, but I know how to take it off. Crank, 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 crank. In the bucket. Yeah. Um, Lyric, what do you think you're doing during this?
2: Uh, honestly, I, <laughs> this is probably like I'm pre- literally preparing, like, my leg. Because my leg's not healed. Right. Like I've just, I've just braced it. So I think this is like, fuck, we got to go through jungle. I am not, I'm not prepared for this. Like I've lived in like a city on like, you know, even ground for a long time. So, um,
1: we have uh, been traveling for a week through space. So I think some work might've been done for you.
3: Well, we, so as, as we previously discussed, um, you're able to make like a decent brace it's not yeah, yeah. to run yeah. on and okay. you've got um your uh shows for it um yep. sort of yep. walking stick uh or cane so you're 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 more mobile like I, I think that the way to think of this for kind of the purposes of our survival adventure we're about to go on is like um it's going to be stiff leg action you can't really bend the knee yeah um so you're not completely immobile in snow or anything else. It's just more of a, it's going to be a hindrance for you until you can get proper medical medical support. Also, I will say, um, Valentine, on your on the the map and the schematics you downloaded, um, there are a number of sites along the way that have been listed. Um, there's like the visitor center. There's like, you know, the garage, the machine paddock, like those sorts of things are are on your map. It's kind of hard to tell where you landed because um, obviously this map is oriented to the starport, such as it was. Um, but there will be places along the way likely to find supplies. And if there's, if this is a tourist destination and there is like a visitor center, there will definitely be medical in there. You don't know what the state of it will be. It could be snowed in, but at least there, there should be something
4: yeah and we can orient ourselves once we find one of the buildings to yeah it, i,
3: I guess well, yeah i just want to like make clear that you're not just going through pure jungle from here to the starport it's like you're 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 traveling through the park um cool because that's how adventures work
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> um sorry i just want to uh clarify uh Ryan, you mentioned
3: using a story point. Is that for your role? Are you rolling or... No, no just, I'm just adding you. it to yours. Okay. This is, so for men- mentally, in terms of how these Genesis roles often work, and I don't know like, those of you who played Star Wars uh, on our other show know, know this, but Generally, the way I like to think of these is like rather than say a D&D where it's like, oh, like I, I'm rolling to help. It's like one person does the check. And if other people yeah. are helping, we, we add the dice. Yeah. And then cool. but, like from a story perspective, I do really want it's not like, OK, well, I'll just sit back and like Alto will do it. It's like this that blue dice is Valentine, like unscrewing things and helping and, and doing that just so that mentally we have the same picture of kind of what this action is. It's not like a beautiful mind. where just you're the only one doing stuff. Everyone's kind of helping out as they can.
1: Got yeah. it. OK. Uh, in that case, I'm incorporating that into my dice pool. Uh, I'm ready to roll. Have at it, sir. Okay. Ooh, those purple dice came up really bad, but thanks to the boost, we come mm. away with four successes.
3: Oh, shit. All right, nice. good work. Um, so it's, um, I think, sorry, my coffee is full of grinds. That is gross. That is a gross way to end my day. Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, As I chew my way through my coffee. Um, so, um, Alto, I think where the 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 danger and the challenge really came up is um, taking apart machines is something you've done a ton of. Taking apart organic threaded machines is a whole new weird yeah. space. Yeah. Um, where you can – I think you, you're actually starting to pick it up pretty quickly. Having augments yourself and also like augments are, are common enough um, of various sorts in – uh, in the Imperium. Um, you you're, I think, just by intuition and experience starting to get like the oh, oh, I see, okay, yeah, this is a biofilter. Right. He needs this, otherwise his his brain would die. Great. Okay, well if I can rewrote that. Um, and uh with the help of uh, the Inquisitor, who happily has actually dealt with this, um, particularly with his own eyes and with um with Eugene, um, you're able to um create a pretty compact um like think like a small um like a small carry on almost of, uh, of um, Uh granted it's like built of his rib cage uh, and, and his head, but um, small enough that you can kind of one hand it or sling it over, over your shoulder. Um, and that bag will say also has like a lot of key components. Um, I think particularly what you're looking for is a combination of incredibly common things that are just generally useful. So like bolts, screws, Fasteners, uh, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Um, Fresh tubing, if there's any of that. Uh, And a mix of like incredibly rare components, like power cells and processors and all the, all basically, I I think particularly for Valentine, like you just think of all of the things that would stop a ship from moving that you've ever encountered. And you try and grab one of each uh, as best you can. Granted, most of the ship is gone. So you're a little limited, but at least from uh, navigation, um, you know, uh, life support, gravity, uh, you're able to find kind of a bunch of that sort of stuff. Um, but, uh, once you're done, um, the, uh, the ship is, is as gutted as you can make it without like heavy, heavy power weapons. Yeah. Yeah, Or like having like torches and shit, which I imagine, Aldo, you probably got like a small torch ability or are you like, I have what I
1: need with my utility mechanic, right? Apparently. Yeah. Right.
3: Okay. Um, so yeah, so it's everything that a small torch could get, but you'd need like yeah. you need poor dead welder uh, that you lost yeah, in the atmosphere yeah. to uh, to get any deeper. Um, so Cheryl, I think Cheryl, yes. Um, so with that, you venture, uh, you are prepared to venture out. Is there any final things you'd like to do uh, on board the ship before you you venture out into the the colds? I don't
1: think so. I think. Uh, I think, I think with Acri kind of in a, a duffel bag of his own making, <laughs> um, uh, um, that's kind of really the, the, the soul and the spirit of the ship as far as Alto's concerned. So he's really taking a lot of it with him.
4: Um, I think Valentine would turn to Alto and say, if you could ask Acri, is there some sort of black box or something that would record what happened to the ship, where it's gone, what it's done, all of
3: those good things? I, I believe that's Acri. Acri's uh, the black box. And I, I think we can say that in, in the interim, you've rigged up like a really shitty speaker with like a headphone oh, okay. just so that we don't have to constantly. Great. And he'll be like, uh, well, uh, yeah, that, that's me. I would commune direct with uh, with the machine spirit of uh, of the good ship. And uh, yeah, I got all the records in my old noggin. Wonderful. Is that machine spirit still alive currently? I mean, it's probably drifting. uh, Now that I'm disconnected, I can't feel it anymore. But uh, as the the ship was torn apart and fell apart, well, I I think it was just staying alive to make sure we made it out okay.
4: All right, excellent. Uh, And then he'll just rev up his chainsword and just, like, ram it through the processor, like the front deck, and just kill the computer. Because Valentine is not really going to go into this, but he's aware that if this starts to go bad at any point, the hunt will probably start at Gale's glory. So he needs to just make sure there's as little trail as
3: possible moving forward. Yeah. You can torch this thing on the way out if you want. I think that, that makes sense. Done and done. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, so as, uh, the uh, three and a half of you, um, step out, I guess (laughs) like three and three quarters, because you've also got Eugene, um, Step out, uh, yeah, uh, you just rig up, Valentine, a, a rough Molotov cocktail kind of deal uh, with like, I don't know, windshield wiper fluid <laughs> or some stupid yeah. thing that you found. Um, and as the um, uh, the icy air hits you and down here, it's, you know, there's um, because you are between the trees and there's sort of so much foliage, it's not a windy cold. It's that kind of like horrible prairies cold where it just sits. Uh, um, so in this kind of, like, uh, you, you step out into this ever-present cold, um, pulling your, your cloaks, uh, if you've got them, a little closer around you. Uh, and um, before you set out uh, into the jungles of the death world of Tren, uh, Valentine, you turn back, uh, bottle in hand. What do you say before you set the ship alight?
4: Well, the emperor loves a good fire, and we all
0: love progress. So here's to the next part of our adventure. I christen this... The beginning of something good.
4: Uh, And then he'll toss it.
3: (laughs) There are a lot of debates amongst scholars about the the actions that occurred during the Valentine heresy. Um, But one of the ones that often escapes notice and has only been brought up by a couple of minor scholars who to this day are are generally disregarded, mostly due to their lack of proper footnotes. Uh, There is a kind of delicious irony in the fact that one of the earliest acts of the heresy was the burning to a crisp of the emperor's hope. And yet, here we are. And so, the four of you, three and a half, set off into the jungles. This episode of The Valentine Heresy
0: features Ryan Laplante, at TheRyanLaplante on Twitter, as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine. Tyler Hewitt, at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, as Alto. Laura Hamstra, at EL Hamstring on Twitter, as Lyric. And our Game Master, Tom McGee, at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra and the Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C Our theme song is The Hordes" by Megan McDuffie and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R available at freemusicarchive.org Dum Dums and Dice has to give a
4: special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Olin Anderson, Sue One, Devin Boyce, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Anthony Griffin, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon, too, at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you.
0: The Fable and Falling Network, where fiction producers flourish.
4: Jesters of Ravenloft is a new podcast being recorded on Twitch. It's D&D 5e, and we'd love to tell you about it, but we can't. Because seriously... The cast know nothing about what is going to happen. Adam McNamara is mystified. Del Borovic is baffled. Guy Bradford is bewildered. Tyler Hewitt is even more clueless than usual. And me, Ryan LaPlante, the DM, I'm the only person who knows what's going on. We're live on Twitch, May 31st at 8.30 p.m. EST And every Friday after our Wednesday night shows, we'll be dropping two episodes of Jesters of Ravenloft here. So get ready, subscribe, and soon you will be journeying into Ravenloft alongside our Jesters. Oh yeah, don't tell them about the whole Ravenloft thing.
0: They really know nothing.